Hello everybody, I'm Cole from the Kingdom. I'm joined here with Crimson Wolf, Fusselcorn, Jackdaw, and Saria. Hello! Hi! Hey! So, last time you escaped the base of operations for the Servants of Sacred Mystery, you slayed the undead dragon, you chopped the leader's head in half, <laughs> Hi. and you guys went back to the inn where you found Jessica and the mute map maker had narrowed down the location for the Vault of Rebus to uh, an area between Hasmal and Tantervale, but closer to Hasmal. But before you guys leave, you wanted to track down the man you helped enter the city. Because I also wanted to, to eat breakfast with Jessica. You can eat breakfast with Jessica. Just to recap for anyone who doesn't remember, shortly after arriving in the city, you found wanted posters for the man that you helped enter. He said his name was Philip Sias. He said he had been kidnapped by bandits. He was a merchant. The bandits stole his clothes because they thought it would be funny. And he just ran to the highway looking for help. Turns out he was a criminal whose crimes included racketeering, murder, smuggling. Murder? Yes, he's, yeah. yes. he's, a, he's a murderer, yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't oh, trust oh. naked men. I mean, to be fair, he's done nothing more serious no, than I did. Did he murder someone <laughs> naked or something? Maybe he did. The wanted poster said he recently escaped from prison. So there's that. We saved the little bastard's life. and I, I gave him a bath. Him. I knew okay, we shouldn't have trusted him. I was like, how, how dare we trust him? And he, he was all like, oh, no, oh, I'm, I'm nice, I'm fine. You guys all sucked up into that. <laughs> 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 yeah, we did. Yeah. And we unleashed a criminal into Navarro City. Said it. I did not suck anything from no naked man, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, it's probably more severe that the Inquisition unleashed us on Navarro City rather than <laughs> us him. True. But now we've unleashed another criminal onto Navarro City. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Well, we should stop him. We should find a way to, uh, to, to, to take him down. Can I keep him? You can keep his head. Nice. Okay. You know, since it's probably our last day in Navarra, can we go shopping? I need a new coat of armor. And I want to talk to Jessica. You and Jessica are going to have breakfast down in the... And does anyone else want to join them? No, I'm, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping in. I'm going to the market. Yeah, I, I want to find a swordman. <laughs> fix this sword. Finch and Jessica, you guys sit down at a table and you order breakfast. What would you like to talk about? I want to talk about the tiara on my head. I'm going to present Jessica the tiara and say, Hey, Jessica, do you know anything about this ancient tiara? We found it in the, the deep roads. You're a lady of fortune. Can you inspect it to see its wealth if you know anything about it? Sure, she'll take it. She examines it and she finds the rune engraved in it. She says, this is enchanted. This is the symbol for cold. I believe it will increase effectiveness for cold spells. What do you think about it? I think it's beautiful and probably valuable. See, I think it probably belonged to like a lost princess. I doubt that. You doubt it? Craftsmanship isn't terribly fancy. No, this well, was probably made by some silversmith. It definitely fits a princess. Sure. So, do you want it? Do I want a tiara that increases effectiveness of cold spells? Do um, you want a nice, beautiful tiara? Yes. Sure, I can sell this, and uh, no, she'll put it. <laughs> she'll put no, it away. We keep it. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> No. So what else did you find? Well, we killed a dragon. I heard. That's <laughs> impressive. We got dragon scales. And I think we're going to try and get a merchant to make some dragon scale weapons, but I, I don't know what to do with dragon scales. Well, they can be used for alchemy. Can't make them into a sword. You can probably sell them for a good price. 
That's a really good idea. All right, so you guys, I guess, carry on like that. And so Vincent and Garvik. Vincent, having grown up in Navarra City, you know the best blacksmith. Well, you know a very good blacksmith who used to do work for the local chapter of the Templars. So you can head to his shop if you like, or you can wander around looking for anybody else. I'm going to the blacksmith. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Garvik, I'll just you... follow. Yeah, all right. So you guys get to this shop. You walk in, and there are weapons all over the shop over the desk are like bars so like you can't reach the guy selling it uh, but you can talk to him and vincent you know this is not the blacksmith himself but the person who runs the shop first max is the blacksmith in you know this this reminds me of orzomar horrible air the smell of sweat smoke fire everyone's miserable iron bars everywhere are you in prison <laughs> i was a carter dwarf of course i was a prisoner <laughs> that explains a lot blacksmith's name is orville birch so you ask if he's in and he says yes he is why uh, i can't know vincent's here i kind of want to have a sword made vincent who the templar former templar all right. He'll head into the forge area that's, like, tucked away in the back. So this guy comes out, got a very dirty shirt on. He's bald on top, got a big, like, thick, stroud-like mustache. He says, oh, you, I remember you. What can I do oh, for you? I have some dragon bone here. I kind of was hoping you can craft a sword for it. Dragon bone? Let me see. And I'm dragon bone. Oh, wow. This, this is a beauty. <laughs> he's, he's examining it. You said you would like a sword? Yes, sir. A long sword. I can make a long sword for you. Flugel. Flugel, how much should we uh, charge for this? Flugel. The merchant is like, uh, I could see that going for 80 gold. And he says, mm. that sounds good to me. 80 gold. How about I get you, give you 40 now and I'll give you that of 40 upon its completion. Sounds like a deal. So take at least a week to perfect. I'm not sure if I'll be in town, but if you can, send it to my wife and she'll find a way to get it to me. Uh, give me the address. And we can absolutely arrange that for you. All right. So uh, he's going to take that in the back. Is there anything else you guys want to get while you're here? They have a lot of uh, basic weapons. Do you sell any armor? We do. We do. Right over there. And he points you. Uh, and it is like under an arch. Leads into another area with uh, armor. Are any of them made for dwarves? No. <laughs> Bollocks. Are you saying you don't sell armor for dwarves because you're a racist? What? Do you not... Do you not like dwarves? What, what, what's wrong with dwarves? Your, your master looks like my cousin, except taller and wider. We don't get a lot of dwarven customers. And that's, that's a reason for you to just turn away a paying customer. Is that, the, is that customary in Navarra that you turn away your guests? Vincent, what are you doing while they're having this conversation? <laughs> I'm just sitting back. I'm like, all right, this is gonna, this is gonna take a minute. <laughs> Vincent, you know any other yeah. blacksmith around? There's a number of them. Yeah, probably could find an easy one for a dwarf and make. Are any of them better than this one? You probably actually could find a dwarf and smith. Like yeah, good point. Are there any dwarven smiths in Navarra? Shouldn't be too hard to find them. <laughs> you should have to just follow the smell of ale. You will find Gabriel. If you head down the street, take the third left, you'll see there's a, uh, a fountain in the road. His shop is at the corner. All right, thank you very much. So yeah, you guys follow his directions, and yeah, there's the uh, big sign that says Gabriel's Armory. Ah, smell of sweat and ale. Yes, it smells like dwarf. So you guys head in, and you see a dwarf working at his forge, and at the counter, there is a human woman, and she says, Oi there, how can I help yous? I was not expecting that. <laughs> yep, no. Greetings, do you sell armor for dwarves? Well, of course. Take a look around. 
She looks for Elden. So what uh, kind of armor are you looking for? Probably heavy plate or chainmail. There is some basic chainmail, which I think you already have. There's splint mail, which is of higher quality and offers slightly more protection. And then there's okay. plate mail, which is uh, very strong, but also very expensive. That plate mail over there, how much would that be? That is going to be 200 gold. How many dwarven customers do you get? A handful. Why? Not quite sure 200 is the price we can agree on. Can I talk to your master? Sweetie, could you come over here for a second? What do you want, woman? <laughs> Sweetie, we have customers who would like to discuss prices. The dwarf goes, <laughs> He does not look happy. What can I do for you? Dwarf look happy? Good man, that plate mail over there. Yeah, what about it? Is, 200 is a pretty steep price, don't you think? This is fine dwarven metal. Fine dwarven metal. I've seen better than that. Far better than that, in fact, in Ozamar. My cousin made better than that. Yeah, well, we're not in Ozamar. All right, I grant you that point, but still, how many customers do you actually get here as dwarves? Not enough to settle for a lower price. You sure about that? I gotta make a profit off this. Don't bullshit me. Make intimidation roll or persuasion. Okay, I rolled an 18 plus 2 plus 3, so 23. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Tell you what, 180, that's my final offer. We're settled on that then. Terrific. He'll pick up the chain mail. Come back in an hour. All right. So what else do you guys want to do? Am I on top of Jessica yet? You are not what on the... top of Jessica, no. What the? <laughs> make a persuasion roll. Oh, God. Just... And here we go again. Just to make her like you some more. Okay, I got a 15 plus 7. I got a 22. She seems to be warming up to you. She'll, like, playfully touch your forearm. Oh, we're, can, we, we lost him. Jessica, I know I can be upfront sometimes, but I don't know. I feel like there's something missing in my life. Oh. But with you, Jessica, I feel like I can be myself. Do you get that? I think I know what you mean. Really? Sure. Hey, do you want to go back to your room? We can. What did you have in mind to do up there? What? Oh, you know, to chat more. Sure, we can chat more. What? So she gets up and leads you upstairs into the room. She is going to sit on the bed and ask, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> I'm just imagining him standing. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought this was going to go this far. <laughs> can I touch her arm? Like, just a gentle touch Make a dexterity roll. Is he going to get stabbed again? <laughs> he's he's got a roll of one and slap her. <laughs> okay, I got a 15 plus. I'm, I'm proficient in dexterity and I have a modifier on two, so I got a 19. So you dexterously touch her arm. Are you going to sit next to her? Yeah, I'm going to sit next to her. I want to get close to her nice and cozy. Do you have any idea what you're getting into? No, but I'm all up for it anyway. Oh, you may regret those words. <laughs> maybe, but, <laughs> maybe, but I'm willing to try. Let me show you something. Uh, she's going to reach down into her bag. She's going to say, cover your eyes. Yeah, I'm going to cover my eyes. It's going to take a minute. You hear some rustling, like the sounds of shifting clothes. Oh. She, Sorry, I was she just says, <laughs> She says, all right, open your eyes. Open my eyes. All right, and she is wearing, like, a, it's a seven-inch long pink fake <laughs> penis. <laughs> fake penis. <laughs> exactly what? Pink what? <laughs> a seven inch long fake penis. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you're in for it now. Oh, she's in Normal. for it now. You know what? Yes. Okay, so you guys do that. I'm not going to roleplay that far. Do we at least get a swap rolls? Uh, she says maybe later if you're a good boy. Annette, when do you when do you wake up? She is the scream. Event <laughs> yes, eventually you do hear squeaking. Uh, oh my yes. god. 
I just like to imagine Annette just lying there and she's actually perfectly awake just with her back turned to them. She's just lying just like, why am I here? Why am, why am I alive? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm scared. <laughs> Wait, are y'all in the same room? <laughs> no, no, they're, no. But they'll be they're across the hall. Oh, okay. Definitely hear the screams. Yours, probably. Yeah, yes, of course. She's not going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to go downstairs, like, okay. quickly. <laughs> all right, all right. You get breakfast. Garvik and Vincent, you guys want to go anywhere else while the armor is being engraved? I don't know, should we go grab a bite to eat or something? I'm going to go to the shop and sell whatever I can right now. Yeah, you wander around, you find a pawn shop. Can uh, I pawn that ornate chest that I have? Yeah, the shopkeeper will pay five gold. Can I persuade him to go for eight? Make a persuasion roll. That's a four. No. Uh, five it is. So he'll pay you five gold. Vincent, what would you like to sell? Three, Three extra long swords and apparently, how many javelins do I have? Because I don't I have five. I've never used one of these. Okay, he'll pay you ten gold per long sword. Okay. Can I sell mine too then? I still have one. <laughs> if you have an extra one, yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. I'll sell that as well. Oh, I just had a hilarious idea. Jack, just go ahead and roll a, just roll a d20. Is he going to take damage? I He's not going to take damage. Nut, I got a nut 20. God damn it. All right, well, fine. The roll? If you got low, then I was going to say you were walking funny. But with 20, you're able to hide it pretty well. Have I been a good boy though? You know what? Yeah, okay. You got a nat 20. I'll give it to you. You're a good boy. I get to do it to her now. Uh, but, but you went down the throw, cool. I did. I did. I didn't expect it to go this far, though. She'll climb on top of you. Yay! You know, I'm sort of wish that Asaria just stayed in another room and you just hear her <laughs> comments in the back. Uh. Jessica's definitely in charge. Just want to make that clear. That's, oh, that's, that's fine. Jessica is always in charge, but at least now she's not in charge with the seven inch, you know. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jessica! <laughs> And then Annette's just like, what? Just hearing the footing. I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> Garvik, they yeah. have some additional stuff here. They have things like chains. They have like a rope ladder. Are you saying I need a ladder because I'm a dwarf? No, I'm saying they have it for sale. <laughs> Manacles, like handcuffs. Well, Jack could probably use them. You know what? Actually, can you buy me them? You're, you're not there to ask. <laughs> so I'm just going to say eventually you guys congregate back in the tavern. You get your armor. Okay, we're going to 21, right? Yes. Do what? I know if Mortatis will body severed head? Uh, <laughs> you don't know that they will, but you think there's a pretty good chance you might convince them to. Okay, I'm going to try 73 separate hits. I have. All right. You head to the Mortelatasi base, and the, you head into, like, the proprietor. You talk to that guy. Drop the three hits on this table. How much do you want for him? His eyes go wide, and he smiles. He's like, oh, these are magnificent. Perfect. Y'all make spirits take over them. They can speak again, right? With their memories? Potentially. They don't have vocal cords, so you'll have to interact with the spirits directly. Perhaps you could get some good information out of them, too, because they have some weird thing about archdemons, so they were trying to resurrect some archdemons, so you may get something good out of them. Hmm. Interesting. I can give you two gold per head. That does not seem like a lot. I went through a lot of trouble and had to fight a dragon for this. Make a persuasion roll. 15 plus what's my persuasion? My persuasion is plus five. You drive a hard bargain, sir. All right, four gold. If I have more heads, I'll bring them to your way. Terrific. And he's going to uh, collect the heads into special, like, engraved boxes. Eh, do what you have to do. You guys eventually congregate back at the inn to discuss your uh, next move. Well, Jessica, you figured out where we should head, didn't you? Well, we have a more specific location near Hasmal. Nasser Donal insisted there's nothing of note on the surface in that area. It stands to reason the vault is hidden. It's hidden underground, isn't it? 
Probably. What about Philip? Shouldn't we go and find Philip? Oh yeah, true. We should also probably yeah. find him. How? So what's our best lead on him? We've got a wanted poster just says he's somewhere out there. Do we have any friends in the Templars? Is there a Carter cell in Navarra? You could try to find them. I could do that. I, was well, I can. We can just talk to the people in the inn. You know, we could always show his wanted poster and ask, what do you know about this man? You could go straight to the guard. So he's like Kurt all over again. I yeah. could just ask the peasants of Navarra because, you know, that's what I do. Okay. So uh, that's free sauces, and then Annette, I guess she can just continually eat her breakfast. I think we should probably stay together <laughs> for once, shouldn't we? Yeah, probably. probably yeah, well, well, for how about we ask the taverns folk in here so what they know yeah, about I mean, we're on, like, on our way out, we should probably just yeah. ask the tavern folk, yeah. Do we have this wanted poster of him? I don't think you said that you took it down the street. Okay, I'm going to go grab it and then bring it back into the tavern to ask the main person behind the bar. What do they know about this character, this person? Oh, by the way, the wanted poster says his name is Ethan. Ethan? I can see why he changed his name to Philip then. <laughs> <laughs> it says wow. his name is Ethan Bay. The fellow that escaped from prison. Uh, no, I haven't seen him. Do you know anything about him? Uh, yeah, he was a big-time criminal. Uh, he had this whole gang. What did he actually do, though? Because was he really a big-time criminal? Because I met him when he was a whimpering little baby. Are uh, you sure you met him? Yeah, I'm sure we met him. Uh, we literally were fighting over buying him a bath when we brought him back into Navarra. Uh, rumors say he was vicious. Uh, nah. What was the name of the gang? The Commodores. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for your service. Any time. Thanks right. for the room. Where, where should we head first? Guards? Carter. Let's do God's Fest. Alright. You don't know where to find the Carta, anyway. They don't like you, that's why. Wow. I mean, that's far away <laughs> from your base of operations, which was, you know, Orlay and Ferelden. Mm, good point. Vincent, do you know where the guards are? Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. That's you head to the, the guards' headquarters. It's a decently sized building, uh, and it looks very well built. You walk in, there are there is a holding cell of a handful of people. One of them looks quite drunk, and there are just a few guards walking around. Straight to the main desk. Alright. So how do you approach? It's like an older woman. She looks to be in her 50s. She's like writing on a piece of paper at the desk as you approach. Well, Vincent, um, you should probably ask. All right. How you doing, good woman? I was wondering if you could answer a few questions for me. Sure. What do you need? I don't mean to disturb your work, but we're looking for this uh, runaway prisoner. I guess he goes by Ethan, but apparently re-entered Navarra under the name Philip. Can you tell me any more information about him? Do you show her the wanted poster? Yeah. yeah. Ethan Bay. Nasty piece of work. Uh, why do you want to know? Are you bounty hunters? Yeah, you can say that. Before he was arrested, he owned several businesses as fronts around the city. Several restaurants, pawn shops, playhouses, various businesses. He ran things out of the Dragon King Lounge. Eventually, evidence mounted against him, and we were finally able to charge him. Several of his lieutenants testified against him in exchange for leniency. Are these lieutenants still around, or are they still in the city? Yes, most of them are. Was Ethan a vengeful person? You think he would try to get revenge on him? We suspect so. Yes, why don't you come over here? Uh, and she's going to take you over into, like, a more private area. She's going to gesture to one of the guards. She's going to say these men and ladies are uh, bounty hunters and they're looking for our escaped convict he says oh well then bounty hunters what do you need to know just hoping we can help find this ethan character they have run in with him before we actually got to navarra but didn't realize he was wanted where did you last see him we entered navarra city and as soon as we got into the main square he went all right off a pop and he disappeared. Did he say anything about where he was going? No, not that I can recall. He just buggered off. Okay, well. well he was a he was a big baby. He was whimperish. Didn't have any money. He was strapped naked. We had to give him clothes. He was shivering. He was shy. 
Are you sure it was the same person? It seemed like the same person. It looks exactly the same. Definitely not the ravings of the madman that this poster describes. Well, if it is him, probably played you so he could get back into the city. That means, yeah, he's probably after revenge. He still owes me three gold. Do you know what the lieutenants that betrayed him are currently? Several of them still work at the Dragon King Lounge. Why, he wants to get the guards for blocking them away? No, no his lieutenants, like his, from his uh, gang, turned him in. They testified against him. Ah. The guy who runs the place, uh, Joseph Arbach, he used to be a lieutenant. We watched the place for a while after his arrest. Uh, there's a new owner. Most of his businesses have been bought up by other owners. How did he escape exactly? We're not exactly sure. You said you found him naked. naked. Probably took off his prisoner garments after escaping. Well, I guess we'll head to that tavern to see if we can find inf information on him. The Dragon King Lounge, yes. Um, All right. Dragon King Lounge. Do you have names of the lieutenants that betrayed him? Joseph Arbach, David Corbin, I believe. It's been a while. Those were the big names I remember. Do you guys have any handcuffs we can take so that we can get them again? You can buy those at any pawn shop. You Listen, if you... Some... Or you could ask Jessica. She might have them. Yeah, I was about to say. Okay. You could probably hey, ask Jessica. Jessica, do you have any handcuffs? I do. Can you save them for tonight? <laughs> sure. And he says, okay, if you go there, be careful. We've been watching the place. Dude, we just killed a dragon. We'll be fine. No, I mean, I don't want you interrupting our surveillance. Also, technically, well, I killed the dragon. <laughs> uh, we'll it was a best. team effort. <laughs> we'll do our best not to interfere with your investigation. Yeah, Thank we'll you. try for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So like I said, Joseph Arbach is the manager, uh, and there's a new owner. His name is Oscar Novak. What kind of name is that? Uh, he's a businessman out of Hunterfell. I hear he's centralizing his interests here in Navarra City now. Well, he sounds like an absolute weapon. <laughs> Thanks for your business, guardsman. See you around. You probably mm -hmm. won't. No, I definitely won't. So you guys head on over to the Dragon King Lounge. It is not open. Of course it's not. Because why would it be? Do we break in? It says it opens at sunset. What time of day is it? It's like two. The morning. I don't suppose we have any lead on how to find the carter, do we? Not really. How would, we, you how would I usually find the carter? Ask the local dwarves. Can I go back to... You uh, can go back to the... Gabriel? Yeah. <laughs> to the angry dwarf. Oh, uh, crap. <laughs> I guess you guys... Uh, yeah, I'll go back to Gabriel and ask him. You walk in, same woman's there. It's like, oh, you're back. Is there, is there a problem? No, no, the, the armor is fine. Thank you very much. Could I speak to your husband again? It's, tell him it's not about prizes. I just want to ask him something so he's not mad at me. She's going to roll her eyes and exhale, but she heads over. She, like, taps him on the shoulder. He looks grumpy still. He's like, argh, argh, what? First of all, the armor is fine. Thank you very much. No complaint about that. I got some other question, though. What? Do you know where I could find goods that aren't strictly able to be sold openly? What's your interest? Mainly information. I'm not familiar with this particular cell. Cell. Listen, man, I'm looking for a cart, all right? I just uh, need to ask them something. Subtle as any dwarf can be. I don't do business with the carter, he winks. Well, I wasn't insinuating that, but do you know where to find them? Listen here. If I knew anything about the carter, I certainly wouldn't tell you. In fact, if anything, I might throw you down in the cellar from the alley behind the store. But all right, calm down. You know, I'm not saying that you're a dishonest merchant. I just thought you might know where to find them. But thank you very much for your time. Get out of here. 
So like you head down we're there. Heading, we're heading to, yeah. Yeah, and there's like these doors that open, and then there's uh, like wooden steps that head down into a basement under the shop. Are we even allowed to follow? Can we even follow anywhere? It's up to you. Um, up to you guys. Is it dwarf size? Is it dwarf size, or can we fit? In no, there? it's it's human sized. I'm not quite sure that we should take the Templar with us. <laughs> yeah. For, former Templar, sorry. Well, who wants to? How about Vincent and Finch? You you two stay behind. You know they probably wouldn't mind Annette with me because you know she's well, an assassin. As Jessica can stay with me. <laughs> yeah, sure, she can stay with you. Okay, then, there we go. So, uh, Annette, you want to come along? Yeah. You two just, I don't know, wait here and try not to be suspicious. Don't. Yeah. I'm going to hold Jessica's hand. All right, let's, let's head down there then. All right, you guys head down. It is dark for the first few steps. You round a corner and there's some light coming down. And as you round the corner, there are two dwarves pointing crossbows at you. And also the blacksmith, Gabriel, is in the middle. And he says, by the stone, what is wrong with you? Calm down. Put down the crossbow, if you would, please. I'm not trying anything. I just want to ask some information about some person we're looking for. Who? His name is apparently Philip, although he also goes by Ethan Bay. We found him outside Navarra naked, and the bastard still owes me money. Uh, his eyes go wide, and then he kind of gestures to his henchmen to lower their crossbows. Thank you. He says, come here. Goes off. There's a table in, like, the back. He sits down at it, and he says, That bastard muscled the carter out of many business deals. Even after he was turned in, his lieutenants didn't want to work with us. Fortunately, we gained a lot of ground back, but he is one vicious bastard. But to be fair, the last time I saw him, he was naked and whimpering, asking me if I could pay for a bath. Are you sure it was him? Yeah, quite sure. We met him outside Navarra. Uh, so you're looking for him now? Yes. As I said, he still owes me money. Well, he owes a lot of people a lot of money, but he's probably just gonna... Well, there's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, I'm quite familiar with those. I'm sure. I I've had my fair share of, you know, Carter scraps. Ozomar isn't exactly a clean place. No, it's not. All right, well, listen, if you want to track this guy down, I'm happy to help. What information can you give me? He's probably after his lieutenants. They're the ones who got him imprisoned in the first place. Well, he used to run his operations out of the Dragon King Lounge, and his lieutenants still work there. We went by there earlier. It was closed. Of course not. They don't open nightclubs during the day. We didn't know what it was. Anything else? Do not underestimate him. Oh, I'll try, but after seeing his pecker, I'm not quite sure I can manage that. Yeah, His lieutenants are probably already preparing if they know he's escaped, and the guards are also looking for him. Wherever he is, he's probably in disguise, but I'd bet good money he's going to the Dragon King Lounge to get revenge. If you want to talk to someone, talk to the manager there, or the new owner. All right. Thank you for the information. Yeah. And from one Carta dwarf to another, we just cleared out a base of operations of some strange cultists. You might want to check that out for valuables. Where? I think it was down in the sewers. There's like a tunnel that leads to an old dwarven outpost. There All shouldn't right. be anyone there anymore. It leads to the deep roads and to a dragon lair where we also murdered a dragon. All right, we'll check it out. Thank you. Well, thank you. I suppose we're just heading back then. Yeah, do you guys want to wait for sunset? Is there anything else anyone wants to do? Let's just get on with it. Well, sunset comes around. And if you're hanging out uh, near the Dragon King Lounge, you see uh, some people start going in. There's a big muscly human guy at the door, some kind of a bouncer. Uh, the building itself is actually pretty big. It's got a dome farther back. Most of the other people going in have at least some kind of formal wear on. They got dresses and gowns. Vincent, do you have some clothes what? at home that you could... There actually is nearby a clothing store. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Uh -oh. yes. we, we lost him. It's a seamstress shop, and they have a lot of gowns and, and outfits on display. Can I come in? Oh, I want to get a gown. Come on in. Sure. Have a look around. Tell me what We're you like. We're looking for some of the finest 
dresses and doublets that you have. Specifically, I'm looking for a nice dress for my young lover here. Oh, well, it's not me. I'm going to grab Jessica's arm and go. Oh, okay. Jessica. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. As you said that, there was like a smack. Did, did somebody smack him in the back of the head? Oh, that, that was Fossil smacking his that, head. Yeah, that, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was me. Okay, because that was like timed perfectly to where I thought Jack made that to like simulate smacking Jessica's ass. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Actually, Yang oh, my God. Her ass because oh, she my God. smacked my my ass. She penetrated mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's gonna glare at you. Yeah, she likes don't, it. Don't know if she likes it in public, dude. Well, it was practically public in the tavern. You guys think I could pull off being a bodyguard for one of you? Because I don't I don't think they have anything dwarven-sized here. Again. Well, we can make something. Uh, see? Yeah, how lo- yeah, how long is that gonna take, though? A few hours. Just rip open, like, a half a doublet and just go, there you go, dwarf. And it can be a little bit ripped, but hey, you're I'm, a dwarf. I'm not a barbarian. Yeah, close off. We could give you a nice cloak. That's easy enough. Yeah, you could be a midget instead. You what? That's not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> How much are your fine wares here, madame? Well, low-end merchandise start at 15 gold. For more high-end silk and accessories, such as this over here, and she there's like a peacock dress, this will go for... 40. Well, you know, we're going to be buying in bulk, so any discounts for, you know, us charming young fellows who are going to be spending a, quite a fair bit in your shop? Well, what are you looking for? Low-end, high-end? I mean, yeah. the, the low-end stuff is still pretty good. I'm going to look down at Garvik. Low-end? <laughs> I'm going to get a high-end dress. Can I act as Annette's bodyguard then? Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's going to get a look at each of you to, like, get a feel for your, like, what might go nice with you. I can let this go for 65 gold. Okay, that's perfect. The Said the one. poorest person here. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. I know, but they, she doesn't need to know that. <laughs> Why don't we just all splash in the same amount that equates 65, so then we're all just paying the same price. Like, how much gold do you have? I have 20 gold. Oh, dear. Madam, no, how would you care for this uh, red silk headscarf? A headscarf? Why? To avoid being, say, prejudged. Because no. you're an elf. Why? Is everyone in this city racist? She's trying to help. What, what racist have you seen so far? Don't Are you just Smith? accusing? You're accused of being racist. He didn't do anything. I am simply trying to... <laughs> to assume. To help. Because some may not be as... don't even as... know what party we're going to, Mom. You're going uh, to the no. club across the street. Why do you think we set up shop here? <laughs> and, how, and how precisely do you aim to, you know, make people not judge me, then? Well, you've got a big, luxurious beard. I, I was um. not aware that that was a fashion accessory. So do you want the headscarf? Fine. I Just grunt. take it. Because, you know, I'm acting as her bodyguard and we probably want to bullshit them into thinking that she's some rich noble, even though she's an... Wait, uh, I am? Who else? Oh, my my goodness. I'm going to fail. Who else is going to act like a noble person here? Certainly not. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, yes. Can I have a matching outfit with Jessica? Just the same colors. Sure. I have like a kind of shawl in the same color as Annette's dress. So it looks like I'm her bodyguard. Yes. I was going to buy something for my wife, but never mind. Like a little, little can, car set. Should we just finish up accessorizing? Yeah. You guys finish up accessorizing, you pay uh, your price, and you head on over, and by this time it's like twilight. And, you know, people are still going in the club. So you should guys we, head on up to the door. Should we enter individually? I'm yeah, pretty like less suspicious. I mean, yeah. uh, Finch and Jessica can go as a pair, then... Or I guess Vincent and Annette and I'm acting as the bodyguard. That, that works. Okay. That works. Yeah. Vincent, you could act like as a nobleman and, you know, that I'm your bodyguard, actually, instead of the elf. Um. <laughs> it makes kind of more sense for, you know, the human to be a noble. It does. With an elven... <sighs> 
Do you guys want to like link arms, maybe? Do it. Annette oh, and... You're married. Ugh, okay. I'm just going to stand behind them then. As you get up to the door, Bouncer kind of scans you up and down. He says, enjoy the club. Mind yourselves. Thank you very much. We will. Same thing to Finch and Jessica. And you guys head in and it is a very classy place. It's got a lot of like marble and fancy engravings on the walls. There are some very nice paintings. Obviously, there's a lot of people in dresses and other fine clothing. Real quick, before we go in, I'm going to take Finch to the side and tell him don't ask to sing. We want to stay low-key. You guys do hear music coming in from the main ballroom. At the end of the entrance hall, there's a doorway that leads into this big round chamber with a domed roof. There are stairs on either side of you that lead up to a second floor with a balcony overlooking the main circular area. That's a dance floor. So you have several people dancing together as the band plays. There are tables around. On the second floor, there is a bar. And so, yeah, you see a lot of finely dressed people. There's a handful of guards around, and there are a few elves walking around serving drinks. I could have just passed on as being a servant. What was the servant doing outside, though? Why was the servant coming in late and not using the servant entrance? I I slept in. Probably not the best idea. We've all got to blend in to find these lieutenants. So, Jessica, you want to go dance? No. Sure. Are you sure you can dance? I sure am can dance. I'm, yes. Even after this morning? Are you sure you can dance after this morning? Don't worry about me. <laughs> well, you two lovebirds go and have at it then. Okay. And we do the real work. You know what? Everybody make perception rolls. I got a 12. 19. I got a 19. 12. Two 12s to 19s. <laughs> All right. So uh, the warriors of the group, there are a lot of well-dressed people. Even the elves are dressed rather nicely as they serve. You guys spot a man in like a very formal, almost like a suit. It looks like a business wear. And he's going around. He's talking to people. Uh, he's shaking hands with people. The bartender is a woman. It's a blonde woman. You do notice a handful of people kind of glancing at you. Or Vincent and Annette, you want to go talk to that man over there in the business clothes? Or should I do it on my own? I could act as like a dwarven merchant. In full In armor. the middle, yeah, the middle of a party. Should we go, Vincent? Or you two could approach. I act. I keep acting as your bodyguard, you know. As you guys are discussing this, the guy actually comes over to you. Oh, sure. And he says, how are you all doing this fine evening? I don't, th- I don't think I've seen you here before. No, this is our first time here. Very nice place you have. Why, thank you. Welcome to the Dragon Prince Lounge. My name is Joseph. I'm the manager here. Is there anything I can do for you fine folk? Well, how about you tell me a bit about your establishment? Since this is my first time here, I'd kind of like to know a bit about the place. We cater to high-end clientele. We have a delightful selection of cuisine. We have high-end drinks. We host parties. We host balls. We host business events. Most nights, we simply invite one and all to join us, have some nice drinks, meet some fine people. Not to spread any rumors, there were some talk that this establishment was previously owned by someone less reputable than yourself. I'm guessing you were able to turn your image around quite well. Well, fortunately, this place is not representative of its former owner. Our business did take a hit after particularly salacious rumors flow about. I like to think we are better than ever now. That's good to hear. Given this place and the little time I've spent in it so far and what I've heard, I'd particularly like to make an investment if you like to hear more. Oh, truly. I suppose I could take you to meet the owner. That would be amazing. I would like that. If you don't mind, my two companions would also like to join me if that's okay. Certainly. What is your name, sir? Michael. Make a deception roll. What's 18? What's my deception? Well, if you got 18, you're good. And you, madam. Annie. That's technically not a lie, so you don't have to make a roll. And he's going to say, very well, follow me. Not want to know the dwarf's name. He did not want to know the dwarf. He didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't wow. know. Wow. His name is Dwarf. <laughs> You're a bodyguard. 
I mean, I, I can act like I'm mute or something. I could just grunt. Yeah. Sure. He leads you around the area, then down into a quiet hall. Uh, there's a sign that says employees only. He goes to the door and he knocks on it and he says, Mr. Novak, there are some guests here that would like to speak with you. Oh, no. And he opens the door. In the chair at the desk is a bald man and he has a tattoo on his left forearm that looks like a dragon. He has a scar on his jawline and he has a nose ring. Of course he does. Now everyone make perception rolls. It's eight. 21. 17. Garvik and Annette. Immediately you guys notice the tattoo and the scar are very, very recent. Like both happened within the last few days. Annette, you also notice the nose piercing is also extremely recent. He stands up and he says, welcome, welcome. What can I do for you? How you doing, sir? Well, we just talked to your uh, manager here. We wanted to make a small investment. Or at least talk about it into your establishment. Truly. Well, have a seat. Have a seat. There are chairs across from on the other side of his desk. I'm just going to stand off a bit to the side. The manager is going to exit the room. He says, so you would like to make an investment. What sort? I could say it's actually not your typical type of investment in the line of bodyguard work, I guess you could say. Given the fact that you have some recent developments in the city that could be a hindrance to your business. I'm not sure what you've heard, but I assure you any rumors about hindrances to our business are greatly exaggerated. Well, I can ensure you that's way more than a rumor, considering the fact that Ethan Bay is, in fact, back in the city and we happen to have first encounter with him. We are aware of the danger and we are taking every precaution. If you would like to sign on as bodyguards, you are welcome to submit an application. But as far as an investment goes, I'm afraid our security is already top-notch. And I don't think we need a business arrangement for this. We'll do this to guard you free of charge as long as we get the bounty for it. You have extra extra help and you cost you nothing. You're bounty hunters. In a sense. We just have a very good interest in capturing Mr. Bay, as it were. He is going to pull out a drawer and he's going to pull out a pair of gloves and he's going to slide them on. You guys see that they both have inlaid with steel, like around the knuckles. Kind of quietly draw my dagger under the cloak. Okay. He's going to stand up and walk around to the front of the desk in front of you guys. And he's going to kind of sit on the corner of the desk and he's going to say, we do not need any additional help at this establishment. If you are looking for Mr. Bay, I would simply suggest you cease. He will come to us and we will handle it. Let me ask you this. I know at least two of your lieutenants that formerly worked for him turned him in. However, did the entire, let's say, gang agree to his jailing? Can you be so sure that all your men that used to work for him are still loyal to you and not him? He's going to stand up and straighten his back and he's going to say, I would like you to leave now. You guys can make uh, another perception roll. 14. Yeah, buddy. 15. So as you're looking at him as he stands up like this, you look him in the eye and you also notice the curvature of his nose. Oh. This is Philip. You're very confident of that. The side of his face with the scar and the piercing are turned away from you now. I don't think we will, Philip. He'll turn to you and he's going to laugh. Ah, well, aren't you the clever one, lass? <laughs> you bastard owe me three gold. You want three gold? I'll give you three gold to leave me alone, good sir. I'll walk around the desk. Yeah, his accent is changing. Uh, well, I also want that bath. Tell you what, I'll give you four gold, and you can bathe yourself. And he'll reach into his desk and pull out four gold. Well, I'll take the money, but I'll stay here. You are all going to leave and never come back. Uh, Philip, I think you forgot uh, that you really owe us something, don't you? What do I owe you? You owe me a favor. Well, I'll be glad to help out my friends. What can I do for you? Good question. Before you got locked up, I'm assuming you had some fortune stored away, didn't you? <laughs> 
I left my fortune with my lieutenants. Well, that shouldn't be too hard for you to get that back. Given the fact that you have a lot of surplus of businesses, you're still racking up a lot of gold here. And also screwing over the carter. And also the fact that you also probably don't want anybody figuring out who you are or that you're back in the city with the little uh, plastic surgery going on there. Just going to need a little silence and policy. Also, how did you murder someone? I wouldn't use the word murder. I simply relieved them of their life. <laughs> That's a fancy way of putting it. It is, and I'm quite fancy with how I perform this service. Do tell more. Uh, well, sometimes I simply insert a blade into their head. Other times I submerge them in water. My favorite way is to electrocute them over and over and over again. How do you do that? I have a tranquil who has enchanted certain items for me. Oh, that sounds amazing. It do, is. Do you know you know how we dealt with, or how I dealt with some people back in Ozamar? How? Do you know those giant pools of lava? There are sometimes we would just kind of like hang them <laughs> on a rope, just ha just dangle them over, <laughs> the, over the flowing lava, and they catch fire. Oh, that sounds delightful. No, no. Sometimes they don't catch fire. They just you know kind of they heat up and then we pull them up so they cool down a bit and then we ask them questions <laughs> and if they don't answer then we just push like lower them again and then when we have the information then the fun begins because then we sometimes we dip them in really quickly and you know just only the arms or whatnot. But also sometimes we just lower them in all the way. Quite fascinating to watch. It sounds like loads of fun. It's amazing. Well, this torture porn is very amusing. Ah, yes, coin, coin. So he's going to reach into his desk, uh, and you hear the sounds of coins jiggling, and he's going to pull up a coin. Wait, does the bounty say alive or dead? Thousand for alive. So 500 for dead and 250 for information leading to his arrest. So he's going to pull out like a sack of coin and then with his other hand, he like pulls it out of the drawer and then throws it over the desk onto the floor really fast. What it is, is a freeze bomb. Oh, lovely. So everybody make constitution saving throws. 20. 18. I mean, 16. I'm a dwarf, so. Damn. Okay. You all made it and this is a good stopping point. Next time we will roll initiative and you will have this encounter. Where we beat him to death with our bare hands. I was in there. I would have killed him straight away. No, you would have put him to sleep and slit his throat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have killed him. No, actually, I would have used my new. I would have used my new cold spell. But you guys are too trusting. You're like, oh yeah, let's dilly dally da 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 da. Oh. Okay. Um. You know, half of us are criminals, anyways. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. You're an Edison trained assassin. I'm a Carter dwarf. <laughs> Vincent is the lawman here. All right. So, uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, join us next time on Dungeons and Dragon Age. Yay. Bye. 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 Bye.